0: Welcome to A Word From The Wise podcast from Soulwise. We uh, come to you the first of each month. We will have a guest uh, talking about current products, um, news that's going on in our industry, and just our opinion on stuff generally. Welcome to A Word From The Wise, our third podcast in our new series. Oh,
1: shit. Sorry, <laughs> right, you can carry on. Click <laughs> it onto your bell and we'll start again. Oh, you can carry on. It adds, adds to the humour of the event.
0: <laughs> well, talking of the humour of the event, elephant in the room, the outfit, what's that mm-hmm. all about?
1: Mm-hmm. I was sold. Yeah. I was sold. I was sold by an American who uh, does... Uh, um some sort of native american type yeah gear
0: so those listening to us will uh, really do need to go to the youtube and uh, and have a look at steve's outfit it really is something quite to behold isn't it yeah uh, if i'll explain it it's it's a bit of a aztec slash navajo indian type of arrangement and with his long hair it just uh, really sets it off doesn't yeah it?
1: yeah <laughs> headband next time with a feather yeah, sticking out
0: definitely so we'll be interested to see what your outfit is for next time uh, anyway so back to the business so welcome to the podcast our third one in this series we today are going to talk about some of the um letters and acronyms around 4g and 5g uh, and, and what everything <coughs> means so just give an idea of, of what's what so firstly we've got lte 4g and 5g but you often see 4G and LTE used intermingled. So Mm, where mm. does that all fit in? What's the difference? What does it all mean?
1: (sighs) The problem is the original specification for 4G, which came out 2008, I think, uh, had a set of parameters that said, it must do this, it must do this, must do this. And one of the things, for example, is it must do one gig download. And, The particularly the British mobile phone operators were in a rush to get something to market and they like to call it next generation because the British public are a glutton for next generation product. So they wanted to start calling it 4G. Even though it wasn't 4G, they wanted to call it 4G. Uh, So this new um, speed mobile connectivity solution appeared and um, they wanted they wanted to start calling it 4G, but it could, they couldn't technically call it 4G because it didn't do all the speeds and everything that the 4G was supposed to do. Um, <clears throat> now, the appropriate bodies, and I don't know which body it is, came up with this idea of um, LTE. Yeah, which I think stands for long-term evolution. Yeah, Which basically uh, broke down the various stages of getting to 4G in a series of improvements, uh, speed of improvements, upgrades, etc and um but it wasn't still wasn't true 4g it was so a it kind ste- of 4g light perhaps yeah yeah it was a, it was a series of stepping stones stepping stones to 4g right and the problem was um the british public were a bit thick
0: oh <gasps> can't say that
1: and they um they couldn't cope with uh calling uh, calling it LTE. right um the rest of europe calls it LTE. yeah can I say, rest of Europe now. Anyway, Europe calls it LTE. Um, <clears throat> so you go, you know, into Europe, and it's all called LTE because they're brave enough to realise that it's not actually 4G. We are a bit not quite up into that, and our um, people wanted to say, "Oh, it's." Well, or maybe
0: we just like numbers best.
1: Yeah, perhaps we can't. Cope we with
0: have it. too many three-letter acronyms as it is. Long-term anyway, long-term
1: evolution might be a too many letters for yeah. us to remember or something. So to come up with LTE. Yep. So LTE is a series of stepping stones. Eventually, right at the right at the top, which nobody's ever reached and nobody ever will reach. Now we've got 5G there. Is a series of stepping stones to faster and faster. Um, mm. 4G, for want of a better phrase, yeah. uh, mobile communications. I do actually have a table here, which um, I admit I nicked this off somebody else's website, um, but what I'll do is I'll try and get the data from here and see if we can get it on our website. Okay. Well, basically it breaks down the different stepping stones in the LTE ladder. Now each stepping stone they called a category. Uh, so you have category four, six, seven, twelve, seventeen. 12, 17, this, this table goes up to category 21
0: and often we see that listed as cat, don't we so yeah
1: on our website for instance we call them cat 4 cat 6 and yes. so on yeah so um when the uk version of 4g first hit the streets it was predominantly category 4 which is 150 meg download speed um and so that's routers like our two forty, nine fifty. Yeah, like the the 90, normal standard 99% of. of the 4G kit that you see in the UK will be LTE category four, which uses two aerials. So it's two streams of data. So if you think about it, it's 150 meg, so it's two streams of data at 75 meg each, giving you 150 meg. Um then uh, the next rung on the ladder, which some of the better routers and mobile products support is Category 6. Now Category 6 is 300 meg, and uh, that can be done over two antennas or four antennas. It's usually done over two antennas, and that's 300 meg, which, think of the maths.
0: So what, was, what, what benefit is there from having four antennas then?
1: If you say it's normally if it's well, I antennas. would say uh, my gut feeling is that you would end up with better spatial arrangement between the different four antennas. Oh, that would make sense. So the uh, rather than taking two streams in per antenna, yeah, you're taking one stream for uh, four antennas, which gives you better better special uh, spatial separation between the streams of data. Yeah. Um, none of our category six uh, routers support four antennas um i I don't know of any category six antennas that uh, support it now the thing about these um higher categories is the um the higher categories are supported within the uh, within the mast right so um the mass are are capable of supporting these higher higher categories.
0: You mean the mast as in the cell tower mast? The cell tower category. mast yeah, okay. that you're going
1: to, which means that you can uh, you can get your SIM from Vodafone, whatever, 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 and you can put it in. And um, if you put it in a router that supports category four, yeah. then you should get two streams giving you category four to your local mast. Um, if you put it into a device which supports category six, then in theory, because the mast is doing the work for you, you should get three hundred meg four streams coming from the mast. Right. So the key thing here is it's the mast that's doing that final mile. So do stream. you have to have the
0: right sim mode to go I in don't think these so. higher no. categories? Right. Okay.
1: Um, don't quote me on that. I would not be surprised if some operators maybe want to charge you more for a higher category capable sim but i'm not aware of it as far as i know and because we don't do sims people would have to do their yeah, research yeah. Into that, wouldn't they? but we but we have actually had feedback from uh, from punters that have done the uh, the back-to-back comparisons they've taken one of our category four routers and they've shoved their ee sim in or whatever, whatever, whatever and they've got let's say i think the last one remember who i spoke to actually he was getting 30 meg on category four um he then changed to a category six router something like our um, X09 or something like that, which is a Category 6 router, take the sim out, put the sim in the Category 6 router, immediately got double the performance. Oh wow. Which is what you expect really, because suddenly you've got an extra, you've doubled the number of streams of data that are coming from the mast. So just by changing the router, going to go for a high category router, immediately got got his speed improvement. so although it says, for example, category six will give you 300 meg, what it really means is category six should give you double what you're getting with category four. So what about when
0: we do a cat 12 router, the X 14? How does yeah.
1: that fit? Well, the category f- uh, 12 is a, certainly creeping the here, mm-hmm. is a 600 meg. So if you think about it, that's uh, double the number of streams that you're getting from your um, category six. Um, now the category s- uh, 12 ones, um, yet again, apparently you can do category 12 over two antennas um, but our category 12 router which is the x14 it is. is the x14 actually uses four aerials um so that would be two streams per aerial giving you eight streams of data coming in to a maximum download speed of 600 meg and i can't remember what the upload speed is
0: so when it's got the four antenna connectors on the back you would have to consider a different sort of antenna arrangement than yeah. if you were getting yeah. external antennas yeah, so for wouldn't... instance, the new once we've got the dash 21 has from pointing as yes. two leads, then it has a dash 41, which has four leads.
1: That's right. Yes. You'd have to go for either. Uh, um, what well, you can either do, go for two, two by two antennas, giving you four in total. So you could go for two. Um,
0: so if you had two X pole ones, for yeah, instance, you go for two yeah. X
1: pole ones, they give you yeah. four. That would give you four. Or you could go for one of the new four, uh, four MIMO four antennas. So that, like,
0: f- the dash 41 that we've got from pointing builds itself as a 5G antenna, but that would still be okay to be used yeah. with the cap 12 4G yes. router. Yes, yeah.
1: My gut feeling, don't know for definite, is that you hinted at um, would it be better to have separate antennas? Yeah well my feeling is that if you went for two, two by twos, that might be better than one. 4 by 4
0: Well that would make sense because if you recall when we did that pointing training last year we've talked about how they set the antennas on boats we did some marine antenna mm. um, training and then they showed us that if they were at least I think 60 centimetres mm. apart Two you got, got a line, much yeah. better um, signal
1: yes. collection yes. I suppose. Yes you because you're, yeah. you're, you're spreading the area that you're getting the streams of streams of data going in. And if we continue with the categories, the the biggest that we do as a uh, build as a 4G router is the category 12. Um, However, it's interesting that, um, of course, 5G's come on because the mobile phone operators are keen to bring out the next technology all the time, Mm -hmm. convincing us we need to get faster and faster. So 5G's come along. so, really, that's, that's gone beyond the LTE categories. Yeah.
0: So, five, so, LTE is just 4G, and then 5G is just
1: 5G. Yeah, 5G seems to use its own terminology for its different right. um, performances. But the, uh, the 5G chipsets um, all support um, 4G slash LTE to varying to various standards
0: so if you were feeling rich you could get yourself your 5g router now still use it with your 4g sim and 4g antennas ready for when 5g was in your area yes yeah.
1: yes yes I mean, certainly the five G router that we do, um, I think um, you saw we have was it category twenty? They're category
0: twenty two. There's two. The two we do from Hongdian uh, Teltonika don't have yeah. their five G router no, yet, do they?
1: No, they say it's too expensive to produce yet.
0: Well, I think they're too expensive anyway, all round. I they mean, what home user is going to spend six or seven hundred quid for a five G no, router? But,
1: well, I would. But the interesting thing is, I think that the um, a lot of people that are um, reporting why oh, I, I went to 5G and suddenly my speed got better. I'm wondering if that what they're seeing is the fact that it's actually working still as a 4G slash LTE router.
0: But a higher category. But a higher type. category. Yeah.
1: So rather than actually doing 5G, it's actually just doing a better LTE category for a higher performance. Because the 4G has the advantage of using the lower, lower frequencies which means it's got better range. Yeah. Um, the 5G, you're talking about what, 3.8 gig, um, which effectively for the same output power compared with 4G, for the same output power, roughly half your range. So um, it may well be that people are saying, oh, I'm getting faster with my 5G routes than they work. Maybe they're just getting a much better 4G speed. Well, that would make sense, and it's certainly, I guess, for people in the countryside, mm. Mm.
0: because 5G mm. is, is more of a, a you know an urban thing anyway isn't it well really? because of
1: the range issue yeah um obviously uh if, you, if you're in the in the rural area you want range is going to be the issue you're not going to find so, a mast it? every 150 yards down the no. down the fields so um it may it may well be that uh 4g uh, multi-category multi mimo 4g might actually be better yeah
0: um and so that would go into lead that you might as well instead of paying 600 quid for a 5g router if you pay a few hundred quid less and get a higher category four G router, may well actually work better for you may anyway, work, may and work save you for money to boot.
1: Yeah, may work better for you because it may be giving you better range. Yeah. Um, and of course, that leads on. Uh, we're talking about these frequencies. That leads on to the um, the antenna cable loss. Well, absolutely. Um, yeah. If you're going for a um, up three point eight gig that's used by the five G, you're talking about what well, roughly twice the loss of your antenna cables.
0: So if you've got an extra long cable, if you've got the router downstairs in in your kitchen, for instance, but the antenna up on the chimney yeah. and you've got maybe a six or seven meter cable, if not longer, yeah. then you've got the loss there yeah. over that higher frequency.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, um, going on to the to the to the losses involved in, in the antenna cable, um, we always said a rough guideline was half a dB per meter.
0: Yeah a little bit for the connectors yeah a little bit for
1: the connector it's, it's a rough hand wavy you think because the 4g particularly uses a whole range of different frequencies so it's, it's a sort of work around figure is half a db yeah. um, and um, that means when you're using a 4g that well, most of our stuff comes with a five-meter cable, which is a happy compromise between length and losses, etc. And it's quite useful that
0: pointing put antenna cable losses on their data sheets as well. So Do they? It, yeah. right, right. So people yeah. can, can yeah. check there yeah. as to yeah. as to what the cable loss is the losses. The
1: losses aren't necessarily super important. Um, if if you lose, let's say, three dB in the antenna. Yeah. But that enables you to put the arrow in a position where suddenly, let's say, gets a 10 dB better signal, then obviously that 3 dB... So offsets is outlined, it, it, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and it's also worth bearing in mind that um, um, the difference between a, an excellent 4G signal and a very good 4G signal is something like about 15 dB. Right. right. So if you already had a very good signal, then losing an extra 3db in the cable still means it's a very good signal yeah so it doesn't really matter um if the signals rubbish in the first place then it's it's certainly extending the cable is not going to make it any better unless it enables you to put the antenna in a position where it's going to get a better signal
0: but we do on the odd occasion have people saying that they'd like a 30 meter cable now now that really isn't a sensible idea.
1: well uh, yeah i mean as you know we used to have a policy of trying to talk people out of doing things like that um but um sometimes you see you're hiding to nothing yeah <laughs> people want to still want to go for their 30 meter well i've cable. got one
0: ongoing at the moment where the a chap wants to, uh, he needs a 20 meter cable just for the practicalities of where it's all located mm. but because um, because at the moment we, we've suspended the uh, cable making program He's, he's using extensions, so it, he's got the connectors in between as well, which gives mm. him even more. So he's loss. losing what yeah. 0.3, 0.
1: 0.5 a dB yeah. in the connector. So he's got
0: four four sets of cables doing that. I also.
1: think the, the the people are always fixated on this idea that I want my router to go in this room, on that on that on that bench, yeah, on that table, and. Uh, that's where I want it, and the reason I want it there is because where, if I was to put my router f- higher up in a different room, close to where closer to the antenna, so I've never shortened that would mean um the wi-fi from the router wouldn't, wouldn't work as well but you
0: could get extra stuff in you could put an access point well that's in trailer, it yeah?
1: i mean and you and i uh, adopt the same philosophy we've both got routers at home and yeah. neither of us use the wi-fi that's built in the router that's right yeah we turn the turn the wi-fi off in the router correct yeah and um we have a separate access point running from a LAN cable yeah so that's obviously that's what people should do what they should do is even if it means they put the router in a upstairs room or even in the loft
0: yeah
1: put it there Have a short antenna cable, run a LAN cable down to where you need the Wi Fi, and then plug in access. Well, that's what we've got.
0: Our house looks like one of those houses that you draw when you're a kid, so the stairs go up the middle, mm. and our access point is on the roof of the stairs, you know, the slopey bit, mm. and mm. that's where mm. our access mm. point is, and uh, and it covers the
1: whole house. Well, my access point's chucked behind the TV along with the router, but I've still got a separate access point.
0: <laughs> well, sometimes you get, get better Wi-Fi doing that anyway, don't you? If you yeah, better you, quality you, Wi-Fi. Yeah, you think the Wi-Fi
1: in a, in a business-grade access point will be better than yeah. the Wi-Fi that's built in a standard run-of-the-mill. A domestic router yeah
0: um so teltonica in uh, have recently we so we've done the mobile stuff from teltonica for quite some time but they seem to have brought in these new networking products as well yeah how does that fit into the range because there's a wi-fi router but that's not 4g is it
1: No they've got got about three different routers I think initially and some in switches a few switches Uh, what they're they're trying to push them more towards more of the um, industrial targeted markets so are
0: they still going to be the metal outers and yes uh, so at the
1: moment they're they're still using that sort of uh, din rail mountable um, enclosures and everything that the uh,
0: although they have got that new um, a new cheap and cheerful 4g router coming through they've they? got the that coming through as a, one, as a domestic
1: one but that's new not... in may i think is it um ish yes Keeps yeah. being put back all the time yeah we had some samples in but i never even got to see one because they rushed out the door before i even <laughs> saw them um however the puncher report that hasn't complained so I oh, well, that's, right good, then. that's good that's good but what i've done on the
0: website <laughs> if anyone's interested in looking at the teltonica network stuff is i've separated the teltonica stuff on the website so we've got a mobile section and a, a network section so when you look at the brand stuff you'll see yeah. it's all listed the, the like
1: ethernet them. stuff looks quite good yeah. uh, because all they've done is they've taken the the 4g mobile interface out of out of the routers for example so you've got just a normal WAN port you've got the ethernet port you get a normal router so it's got all of the vpn functionality all the firewall functionality all the cloud rms management functionality oh, I was ask about that. it's yeah. good
0: that they can still use the that's RMS, all yeah. still
1: in there um which is an excellent service so yeah. what is it is about pound a month or something yeah. for a router not much good for the domestic user but if you're in, in installer or you're putting gym, in yeah. yeah you're putting in all you, you may be, you may for example be a shop chain or something like that and you just want one in every in every single branch using the RMS cloud service, of course, you can actually now manage. We've them. got
0: quite a lot of people using that now, have not we? Uh, yeah,
1: it's proved to be yeah. extremely popular. Yeah.
0: Even people that have bought their routers from somewhere else will often. Yeah, buy their I RMS mean, we seem to be going through
1: us, yeah. um, uh, a thousand licenses a month at the moment or something like yeah. that. So uh, I
0: don't know how many are sold in the UK. It'd be interesting to know, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 This switch that so we've, we've done, one of the switches for quite some time now, haven't we? And, and that seems to have proved popular. And it's one of those that I don't believe there's been any RMAs, we get no complaints about. No, no it's the support. usual Teltonica
1: stuff. It's, um, it's robust. Um, Good quality. We get, the, we get the excellent support from Teltonica. Um, that is helped by the fact that we're a, a VIP. We're a <laughs> VIP with Teltonika which basically means that if we have a support query with Teltonika, we send it to Teltonika and we should have a reply within a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, so um, anybody else who's not a, a VIP customer gets put to the bottom of the queue. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't mean that we can send um, support issues across to Teltonika. And get an answer
0: quite quickly. And usually we've
1: got a, you know, an answer by the end of the morning or the end of the afternoon, whenever, whenever it is. So, yeah. Um, but, they're, but they're quite good. Uh, I've had a play with one of the uh, one of the new routers and it's very good yeah. uh, the VPN works fine um, as you know we run Zyxel stuff here um, but the uh, the VPN from the teltonica routers just worked with the Zyxel stuff i say just worked um, this is really a plug for the teltonica support couldn't get it to work straight away mm. screenshots across of teltonica got an answer within 45 minutes of how to make it work, so yeah. it took a bit longer than...
0: Yeah, but even 45 minutes in that long in the scheme, yeah,
1: isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. There's a truism. I couldn't get the Teltonica router to talk to our um, ZEISL router here. I got nowhere with the ZEISL support mm-hmm. trying to get that working. Contacted to Teltonica support and got the answer within 45 minutes, right. so well, that's good. So
0: maybe we need to swap out the Zyxel stuff for
1: Teltonika. It it has been hinted at, it has been hinted at. Um, And then that would make life easier
0: anyway and see if we all had the same thing. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Steve. I think that's all been useful information for people. Um, You can have some squash now if you want. People asked what was in the last one last year, last time, and it was a red one. So I told people it was port, but it wasn't. It was blackcurrant juice. Was it? I didn't yeah. know that. I could have had some. Oh, well, that's well, I think it was blank. The last one you were here. It's when All there right. was nothing in it, then.
1: right? It was an one. So, yeah,
0: so. I was hoping it might look like whiskey, but it doesn't again. So if you want to watch us on YouTube, we have got a decanter on the table. Um, but uh, so, yeah, you can see us on YouTube. We're on the usual podcast places, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. your favorite pod places and uh, that's it for this month and we'll see you next month any queries or questions ask us put something in the comments um or if you've got any ideas for future episodes just uh, pop us an email across to sales at soulwise.co.uk thank you very much cheers bye Thank you for tuning in you can find our podcasts on spotify apple music and many of your other favorite podcast suppliers and if you're a masochist you'll be able to find us on youtube and watch us see you next time